Welcome to Shelter Island, the podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. Why are you fucking laughing at me? <laughs> Great start. Fucking asshole. <sighs> Welcome to Shelter Island, the podcast where we shoot the shit and compare the lives of a Brit and a Yankee. And this week, comparing the lives living together with myself. Please welcome this week's guest joining me in person, Brian Cordova. Brian, how are we doing today? Hi, we're doing good. Um, let's see. Doing pretty good. You know, we were just out in the sun for the past two hours in Hamlet's backyard. Um, he made me rush to get here, but you know. <laughs> but our other our other host, Mason, was of course an hour late to our podcast. So right, Mason, right, how are you okay. doing today? Yeah, thanks for the intro, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> been very, very busy. Very, very busy this week. Um, trying to get all new furniture for my apartment, and it's been an absolute nightmare. So, sorry if I'm a bit late, but we're here now. This, That's all that matters. This man moves to London and just just has no more time for us, I guess. All, <laughs> all right, behave, behave. Hey, how's it been living in London? It's been good, mate. Yeah, it's been really nice catching up with old friends again, and things are starting to open up a bit. So it's actually uh, I can actually go out and do something, which is nice. That's great. Yeah, before you were just kind of sitting in your room itching to do this podcast every week. <laughs> now I can't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry, spe- speaking of London, that's kind of where you met Brian, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So I've, of course, known you since 2017, and I've known Brian since probably around the same time. Uh, but you guys didn't meet until 2019 when we lived in London. Yeah. How was it like you two lived together? <laughs> how was it like living together? Um, honestly, I, I've made a, a ton of memories with this guy. Like if we, we go back, honestly, like back, like you said, back to t- 2017, like from, um, from university getting to know him there and then moving in in like 2018 and then abroad, it's just been a whole world wild of like experiences with him, but honestly, <laughs> fairly positive. I have to say I'm blushing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought he was going to unleash a whole pile of crap on me right now. Just you wait till I say what's like living with him because, oh, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I obviously, like Brian said, we we met at uni. Um, we're in the same program, but we didn't really become close until uh, 2017, 2018. Right. And then uh, we moved into the same house together. Um, shit hit the fan there. And uh, I guess from then on, he couldn't get rid of me. I mean we joined the same fraternity. Um, so he can relate to all things that I talked about a couple episodes ago. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we ended up going abroad to the same places together and lived together then. Yep. Um, and then now we're just, we're living together now. <laughs> what was, uh, what was it like for that first moment? Like, you know, when uh, I've done it before where you're, you're really close friends with somebody and don't get me wrong. It's, it's great having a good pal, but when you live with them, it's a completely different story. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian, what's it like actually, like from, from where you first met Jaimo, what was that like compared to when you first started living with him? All right, so I have to dish this out first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, my, I, I really didn't know Jack until like 2017. And like, actually like, I always had like a bad impression of him just cause like he would, always, <laughs> he would always be that guy when we were in like, you know, our, in our architecture school, he'd be the guy coming home, coming into the, the studio building at like 10 PM, 11 PM. He's like, yo guys, I just came back from DJs. You guys want to like hit some brews or something, take a shot with me. Meanwhile, like everyone's just like focused out, like just 
at their desk and minding their own business doing building their cubes and shit like this guy like comes out of nowhere brings like a bunch of random people his i guess freshman year friends and like i i always like knew of him because he, he's loud you know <laughs> so you can just hear his voice all across the room but um my first actual like in, i guess engagement with him was like and you may you probably don't remember this but like there's one time where like um I was just like at my desk and like, I, I guess I was standing up and like this guy who like, I wasn't even really close to yet. He just comes up behind me. He literally puts me in like a chokehold and brings me to like kind of mid ground. So like my body's kind of like, I don't know. My body's like shocked. Cause I'm like, where the fuck am I? I don't know who's doing this to me. Who's like got their arms around my throat. And I'm like, I'm like trying to like let loose and like push him away. And then I realized the time I'm like, okay, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> why did I do that though? We weren't friends. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You got comfortable really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but that that actually pissed me off because, like, I mean, I we were not close whatsoever. This guy was <laughs> up in my business, and I was like, oh, all right. I guess that's how we're picking up now. I guess I thought that I I, th- I feel like it's a common theme that I just think I'm closer friends with people than I think. I mean, like, I yeah. I feel like I did that with you too, Mason. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, so I I mean, you know me, I'm always just the loud American, so I guess that's the impression I made on Brian. We kind of had we talked to you in there in 2017, but I wouldn't say it wasn't it wasn't until like the fall where I finally like began to get to know him. And that's because like um we were both interested in like rushing fraternities and stuff. And like that's when I started to text him. He texted me. We like talk about these kind of things at like, you know, parties and stuff, what was going on around there. But we really didn't, like, become close until, like, 2018, which is when we, like Jack said, when we both uh, joined Lambda in Syracuse. And, I don't know, things have been pretty pretty good since then. Like, he's been a good roommate. You know, I can't, can't complain. Uh, I think we're both usually on the same page. Like, he's a pretty... <laughs> he's a pretty genuinely clean guy, you know. Uh, we're you see both, his like, face. He just—he's beaming. He's smiling. He's <laughs> like, no, no. To, to be Nobody's honest, ever spoken so highly before. Not even my mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to be fair, he, he's a—he's a good roommate. Definitely like above average, you know. Like we never really got in fights. Like sure, we can get a bit messy, a uh, bit messy when it comes to like finals and stuff every now and then. But like we always like keep each other accountable. You know, keep each other company. We're always like moving, grooving. Yeah, moving and grooving <laughs> so what I, I i'm wondering is that the same thing for you mason or <laughs> well one, one thing i'd pick up on right is uh brian you said he was clean and uh this, this don't one tell thing, me i'm not clean no right you okay you are but this wasn't so one thing you always used to do so of course at camp where, where we were uh we'd all share the same bathroom and it'd be Every single time I'd go to the toilet, it's probably about whether it was 12 at night, one, two, anything, any time in the morning, no matter what it was, and everyone else was asleep. I'd walk into that bathroom and every single time, Jaime was in there having a shit. (laughs) (laughs) No matter what hour of the day, I just, I, I just, he was having a shit. And, oh, and the, so <laughs> in in the bunk cabin the stalls don't have locks okay so the amount of times that like mason and other people would just walk in on me and i don't i don't say anything they just walk in on me and i just look up at them and they're like <laughs> oh sorry bro and just walk out <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you used to call like, you used to have a shit buddy didn't you 
<laughs> me and Mason used to always be in the stalls next to each other, and I would just sneak the phone under the wall and just be like, "Hey, Mason," and he'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, I, I think that part of Haimo still lives true today, because like, if you ask any of our roommates, like, you can catch him on the toilet for like half an hour at least, ten hour. Like, if if the room's ever like locked for any reason for like a long period of time, we already know it's Jack on TikTok on his phone. what do you actually do for that amount of time just sitting on there it's relaxing it's your relaxing time you're you're decompressing for the day but this is at one in the morning you're doing it (laughs) everyone's asleep in bed relax there (laughs) okay (laughs) okay have you ever witnessed beer shits though those are the worst oh my they're they're horrendous but i remember back in at uni uh, you'd always have this, you know, you know, beer keller, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, after you had about maybe one, maybe even one will do the trick, but when you've had two beer keller steins, right? The next morning, the beer keller shit, oh, mate, it's horrible. <laughs> Genuinely, it, 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 it wafts through the house. It's, it's so grim. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm so happy that you have roommates that aren't me now. <laughs> yeah, but I, obviously, like we've mentioned in, in, in previous episodes, I didn't actually share a full-on room like you two like share a room don't you uh brian what's that like is, it, is he a snorer is he <laughs> any of that kind of stuff yeah 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 um so oh we've we've gotten pretty close we've had a number of times where we're like we've been it's not just been like we're in a room where like he's already in my same bed and we like just crash after a long <laughs> night oh how how, how, how uh, revealing do we want to be in this episode uh maybe for maybe after a beer we'll see <laughs> but um yeah i i mean um when we first lived together in 2018 we had our own rooms which is nice you know we had our own privacy and stuff but um mm. It wasn't until like when we went abroad and like in, in Florence specifically, where like we were actually like roommates, roommates, like we shared the same room. It was an open double. It was actually really nice because we had like a lofted space on top too. So it was very, uh, by no means was it like compact, which I guess gave us room for breathe to like breathe and like, you know, handle each other. But um, no, this guy, this guy's pretty chill. <laughs> I, I don't have much to say. I mean, you snore. Okay. I snore. Yes. Yeah. But um <laughs> How bad? I, I do have to bad. point out. <laughs> I do have to point out that this guy usually, whenever we're like out and about, or coming, or if he's out coming back after like a night out or whatever, he would uh, typically. This was in Florence too. He would usually like not go to his bed and like just come crawling to mine. <laughs> mine, whether it be I'm doing work or I'm just like sleeping and stuff. Like his bed's like two feet away from me, but he just decides to skip over that and like just join me. <laughs> I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> I come home and I need I need some bro time when I come home. I come home and Brian's the only one that will give me bro time. <laughs> You're a bit needy when you drunk, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So what yeah, what was that like um being abroad together? Like obviously you've done Florence and Italy and you've done London. Um what would you say, like but just both of you, uh, best experience of that uh, together and why? I I mean, I, I think at least abroad, we really came out of our shells. Um, yeah. I mean, like, like I, I was always the one to kind of make the plan to go out or like make sure that everyone's out and like going out for the night. So there'll be times where people, my roommates will be like, oh, we don't want to go out tonight. And within like five minutes, we're like taking down shots of Jaeger 
like <laughs> inviting over people to our apartment in Florence, you know, there'd be like 20, 30 <laughs> random people as well. Just like crowding in our tiny ass apartment. <laughs> so I, I think that that was probably like the best part about like being abroad together is that just like, it was just always kind of things going on and always a time. Very spontaneous for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then ever since then, Brian's been a real, a real snooze fest. Kid, kid's <laughs> been out like once this whole year since we've been back. How come? How come? How come? Uh, no, I've been, I've been going out a couple now. I, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm jealous that you guys can actually go out. Like for so long, you, you like you have been able to, and I haven't. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, if, if I were you, lot, I'd, I'd be taking advantage of that every single bloody week. Every day. Yeah, we should take advantage of that every single bloody week. You don't know, you don't know how lucky you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I mean, it was different, you know, like in Florence and stuff, when we were together, that was like the first half of 2019. We definitely went out, like had our fair shares. And then um, I, well, I ended up meeting um, Carolyn, which I, I don't know if Jack's brought it up in the podcast before, but me and her, uh, me and her, we both dated for like a year and a half and like things were, things were cool, you know, but I don't know. I had my fun in like the beginning half of 2019, but after like, um, after kind of like settling down a bit, like I just didn't have that same drive to like go out to clubs and just be bowling until like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hymo over there. That's all he fucking does. <laughs> but then we got, yeah, a different story over here. But um, I mean, now that, not, I mean, the pandemic definitely put everything on a freeze, you know? It's been a year now after since then. And now that, it's like our final, both our final years in uni. Um, I'm definitely, I've definitely been like making it more of an active effort to like, you know, I'd spend time with a couple of people from up school, like go out every now and then, you know, school's always kept us busy uh, for me, at least, especially like last year and then last semester, but I don't know We're we're both going out still. I'm, I'm having a good time trying to put myself out there. Nice one. Uh, one thing I, so you both do the same course, right? Yeah. Right. Who's the better architect? <laughs> oh this guy here really yeah i'm humbled I so mean, are, you, are you crap basically Jaime? <laughs> okay that's <laughs> that not what, what i said <laughs> it sounds a lot like that to me <laughs> that is not what i said <laughs> give up now mate five years down the pan <laughs> be an architect or and or at least successful in your profession you have to be good at multiple things so like, while some people could be good at making drawings, some people could be good at making um, models or people, uh, other people are good at presentations. Like, I think everyone has their strength, strengths and weaknesses, you know? So yeah. I, I, I would never like call myself like the best at the program or like, I don't think Jack would either. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy he said that for me, but I think we're all on the <laughs> same page, you know? We're, yeah. we're all pushing, you know? How is the the course itself? Is it, is it a really social course? Does everyone get along? Because it like I know that some courses just don't have that at all. Like, and uh, from my perspective, there when I went to uni, uh, my course was <laughs> it was arguably the most social course out there. We all went out together. We all got pissed together. Um, we're all like <laughs> we're all the best, and a lot a lot of shit happened, right? But um, we, <laughs> we, we were <laughs> that's that's something for another day. Um, but we were all like the best of friends. Whereas I had uh, housemates who were on business and they only spoke to like two or three people. So what, what was uh, architecture like as, as a cause? Is it, is it that social vibe or? Architecture is really clicky. For sure. Yeah. Like, it, like it's, it's weird that like within architecture, you'll have like groups of like 
five to 10 people and then other groups of five to 10 people. And then there's like, I wouldn't say there's like beef between the two, but they just like don't interact. Oh, crikey. They're like fully groups of people that I just like don't hang out with, but they're in my major and I see them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's that general kind of impression. I, at least like now that I, I'd say like our beginning, when we first began, I feel like everyone was kind of like, you know, soul shit trying to find a friend group. But after, now that we're in our fifth year, like definitely people definitely have their own groups, you know? And like, I feel like we've all like made our impressions of like other people and stuff getting this far. But um, I mean, it's definitely been like, there, there, there is a big social aspect to like when we began, like even if we were at parties and stuff, we'd always like bump into people. There, there's never been beef like Jack, like Hamo said, um, but we, we all get along pretty well. Right, so I think um, we can move on to first impressions then. A nice little section where we will compare both of your first impressions of each other. So I'm going to go to you first, Hymo. What is your first impression of Brian? And and compare that to now, if you can just briefly summarise what he's like. Oh, Be honest. I think my, my first impression of Brian probably that was that he was just a ditz. I guess. <laughs> I mean, mean, like, what do you mean by dits? Like, so you, you never just heard like ditzy? Oh, oh, di- yeah, okay, okay. Like, like, um, I just remember being in the studio, and very often, people when you're making models and stuff, people cut themselves. I think there was maybe like five days in a row where it'd be like, oh, someone cut themselves, and it's like, oh, who is it? Oh, it's Brian again. <laughs> and obviously, like, I, I hadn't really met the kid yet, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> that kid's that kid's ditzy. I did hold that reputation for the for his <laughs> What I think of him now, that it's kid's like- ditzy. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a little more careful around his knives, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've learned to grow from that. <laughs> what what was yours of me? Um <laughs> the, the DJ's moment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely loud for sure. I mean, just okay. <laughs> this is like another thing, but like just the way like Haimo presented himself, it was just very like in your face, you know. Like this would this was a guy coming from Long Island with like long hair, like you know, he had that really gross like comb back look. Oh, we would wear like that very like that. yeah, he would wear that um what vineyard vine shit, you know. Like it was really like you know frat boy douchey you know long island vibes but so where you know, are you from brian i mean i'm from long island myself but i, mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we're on the same page here of like how we present how we both you know come off you know but i'm gonna write just the town over from him too it's crazy it's actually crazy because like we never even really knew each other until um after like our first year at uni it's kind of like it's kind of like you and steph or like you and other people at camp where you meet people and you're like wow like you went to trent like i never knew you like i met brian he lives literally a four and a half minute drive from me yeah that's crazy like um we never i've mentioned the whole steph situation you know where uh we we went to camp and we found out we literally lived opposite each other all year at uni in the first year and didn't even know each other we, we had all mutual friends and everything but we never i probably walked past her or saw her in the club so many times but you just don't know <laughs> don't know who they are you know but yeah. um definitely is a crazy one uh so brian what would you say your favorite like high memory or story is <laughs> it could be a few 
Favorite high mo memory. Man, there are a ton. Which one do I pick? Ugh. Let's see, let's see, let's see. No filter. No filter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've gotten a bunch. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which to begin with. Okay. Um, there was one time, I think it was like um winter of like 2017, like he invited me to come over to his house, like wait back in Long Island in his like general town area. And um I he he told me to come and I was like, oh, okay, I bring a couple friends. So me and my friends came over. And um, this was at his house. He was having like big, you know, like house party, whatever. People were inside, people were outside. It was loud. And I think, was this your winter, the sweater party? My ugly sweater party. It was his ugly sweater party. And like, I guess the neighbors called the cops or something. So like the cops came to like knock on their door, whatever. And like, I, I guess someone tells Jack, oh, like the cops are here. So Jack comes to the front door. I was hammered. Yeah, this guy's like <laughs> blasted right now. And he's like straight up talking to the cops in like a very high pitch and a very like high tone voice. He was like telling, basically telling them like, fuck off. Even, and even though the cops were like trying to get in and he was getting like really heated and angry. He was telling them like, you know, Whoa. you can't do this. This is my house, my property, you know, that kind of that kind of thing. So that kind of, that was a little shock for me. And definitely my friends, like my friends, first impression of him is, is that they think he's just some crazy fucking nut. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is either, isn't it? He's a crazy yeah. American nut. That's him. <laughs> oh God. Exactly I think that. my, my favorite Brian story is, um, it's the night where, so we're in Florence and it's the night before our spring break. So we're flying to Madrid <laughs> and our flight was at 8 a.m. So we or 7 a.m. So we had to go really early to the airport because the airport was an hour away. And Brian decides that he's going to go out the night before. And, you know, I'm all for that. But I was like, for once, I was like, no, I need to stay in. <laughs> I haven't packed yet. Like, I need to get a good night's sleep if we're going to have a full day in Madrid. Uh, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> Brian goes out, comes back like 10 minutes before we have to leave for the airport. <laughs> Blasted. <laughs> I can't <incredible>. stand. <laughs> so pretty much like, and he hasn't packed yet. So like I have to like pack his things for him and figure out like, what is Brian going to want for a 10 day trip to Spain? Pack for him. That's he comes so in blasted, makes food, and doesn't get ready for the airport. And finally, the cab is there. He takes a bottle of wine with him in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting in the cab and we're like, Brian's like, where are we going, Berlin? And we're like, no. <laughs> and we get to the airport and the kid can't stand. Like legitimately can't stand. And we're afraid that he won't be able to get on the airplane. We'll get through, yeah. Yeah, because we have to go through security and we're like clutching him by his arms and like bringing him through the airport, like putting sunglasses on him so they can't see that his eyes are rolling back through his head. (laughs) Did he get free? And he makes it through. We make it all the way to Madrid and then he comes to 
And he's like, where are we? And we're like, bro, we're in Spain. <laughs> and he's like, wait, you can't even remember it. <laughs> he's like, wait, we are? <laughs> All I remember was, uh, I, 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 it's the first time me hearing this through right now. All I remember was me like standing up and like struggling to like just move my feet forward and like stay alive. I, I, that, yeah, that's my perspective from that. <laughs> Interesting. So- so you genuinely didn't have a, an absolute clue what you're doing. Next thing you know, you woke up and you're in Spain. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I woke up in a new country. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's just... <laughs> I'm surprised you actually got through security, though. Like, I'm surprised, too. You, you or even on the plane. Composure, yeah. I can't remember what that was like. <laughs> Definitely put on the facade. <laughs> Now then, everyone, it's that time of the week again. It's, of course, the beer of the week. And this week, finally, would you believe, and it's, it's pretty much the first time within nine episodes, we've all, guest included, got the same beer. Round of applause, everyone. Come on. That's just... There we go. Like, I, I can't believe it. It's taken us nine whole weeks to get our act together. And so I get out. <laughs> so uh, we need to get about- we need to get sponsored quick so beer companies can just send us both the same beers. We'd probably still end up fucking it up to be fair. That's the <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, straight over to you, Hymo. What have we gone for? Actually, tell a lie. We'll go to Brian. Brian, what have we gone for this week? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot right now. Well, it looks like we got a Newcastle Brown Ale, brewed and bottled. Um, Where's this coming from? <laughs> from Newcastle. <laughs> from Newcastle. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, one of the, all right. <laughs> so it's this, this is coming all the way from Mason's neck of the woods. Okay. Okay. It looks good. I like the packaging. Very have aesthetic. You, have either of you tried it before? I've had it at camp. Friends used to serve it. Friends pub. Oh wow. Have you, did you never have it when you were in the UK? Maybe once, but not oh, really. Okay. I was a big yeah. Brewdog fan. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, um, my bottle is different to yours. So mine is like the classic bottle. Like the, these actually, uh, they used to sponsor Newcastle United Football Club, and that was kind of like the on the front of the shirts. Oh, so yeah. that was like that was like an iconic thing, um, mm-hmm. like back in the day. But yeah, yeah your, your your label is very Americanized, isn't it? Yeah, that, it's, that is such a sorry sight. It's pretty <laughs> much if you if you took the classic label and you gave it to an advertising agency in New York City. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I hope it tastes the same. Um, yeah. So, Brian, because you've not tried it before, Probably. it'd be rude Let's crack not these to open. crack these open. Yeah. The, the best part of the show. Oh, this is needed after a, a long, hard week, I must say. This is very much needed. Mm. That smells nice as well. It smells really nice. Oh, I love a good brown ale. Right. Toast Cheers toast. to finally Cheers. having the same beer. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's really good. Mm. Yeah, that hits the spot. I get like a lingering coffee kind of taste yeah, in my do, mouth. Yeah. I haven't had one of these in a while either, to be fair, so. Give it an 8.3. I'll go 8.5. I think that's I like that and the the rogue Lithuanian one I had. I'd, I'd put oh, that yeah. as the best ones I've had. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my eight or eight and a half, even a bit better than I expected. All right, we're all pretty on par. <laughs> we got <laughs> some good tasting beer, boys. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to make sure we get the exact same now. Like, we can't muck this up. We've, we've, we've got so far, and we just don't want to fuck it up. Right. <laughs> right. Cheers again, lads. Cheers. cheers. All right, so we are back on Shelter Island, the podcast. And of course, we talk a lot about traveling and a lot about Europe and a lot about our experiences. Last week on episode eight, me and Mason talked a lot about our favorite countries and our favorite abroad experiences. So now, as just an extension to that, we want to turn to you, Brian, and ask what your favorite abroad experiences were, what your favorite country was. I'm delighted. All right, there's a lot to say about abroad. Um, well, first off, favorite country, hands down, has to be Spain. And I don't know why. It was definitely the country I've spent, like, the least amount of time in, or relatively. But uh, it just, it kind of, like, clicked for me instantly. Like, Oh, we all know what clicked in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I guess I was foreshadowing something. But um, my, my experience was with um, Spain specifically was uh, back in 2019. It was our spring break. Me, Jaimo, and two of our other roommates and, and architecture arc buddies. Um, we decided to um, do a road trip throughout the country. I think we began in Barcelona. No, we ended. We began in Madrid, kind of went south, and then up the East Coast, up into Barcelona. It was a 10-day trip, and, um, you know, I had honestly, like, I tell everyone this, but I, I, like, I peaked that week. That was, like, one of the, like, most enjoyable (laughs) weeks of my life, like, best times, best memories everywhere. Like, everything was just in the right place in the right time when it came to, like, friends and then i also got to meet family over there like i had a couple cousins i had never even knew about and who lived in madrid both from my mom and dad's side so i got to meet them engage with them share stories about you know family things so, like so, that. so are you like half spanish then are you or i am yes 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 oh, i so am so you, uh, do, i am do you speak, do you speak it flu- fluently or si yo puedo hablar español pero no creo que tus um tus, hey, tus amigos hey, but um, I, I can, yeah, I speak Spanish with my, um, with my family who are there. I'm full Ecuadorian. Both my mom and dad were uh, born and raised in Ecuador. They came to the U.S., had me and my sister uh, right when they were in their, like, their 20s, mid-20s. And uh, yeah, I've been, I've been in the U.S. like all my life, really. And funny enough, I've actually visited more countries in Spain. And, no, no, more countries in Europe and uh, then I have like states in the United and the U.S. Wow, kind of crazy fact. Which is yeah. kind of what we talked about last week. I visited more countries in Europe than states, and you visited more states than states. countries in Europe. Yeah, it's weird that, that when when there's a lot of stuff on your doorstep, you don't really take mm-hmm. it, kind of take it for granted, and, and don't kind of really venture out far. But when you are traveling. You're like, yeah, let's do it. I want to do as much as I can whilst I'm there. And to be fair, Europe's the perfect place for that. You know, there's so many different little little countries as well, which, which right, is right. another one to tick off the list. But yeah, going back to your saying about um, yeah, so being in Spain, like a good trip. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, I think uh, definitely a big driver for that was, of course, just like the cultural aspect, like me being able to speak Spanish, like my my own like my my second language with the people over there, engage with the locals. It was um, it was definitely like. Uh, a different experience than like me just going to like I don't know to the UK where like English is just common. So I was a, I felt like myself I was able to like connect with people a, a bit deeper, a bit more. And like the food over there was great. Like I love the entire like kind of cultural aspect over there. Like people 
um, the foods they ate, like paellas and like, you know, sangria, like things like that. It's just <laughs> awesome dishes all around. But um, I don't know, I, during that, back on that kind of road trip I was talking about earlier, um, during that trip, it was like day three or four, I think, where we stopped in Granada, which is um, a very, which is like a city in Spain uh, that has this like very famous like architectural location we wanted to see. And we only stopped there because we were running late <laughs> to go uh, check into our hotel. Right. We had booked this like sunset hotel in the mountains of Alicante, looking over the ocean and whatever, and we ran late and realized that we weren't going to make it to sunset. We weren't going to see it. We're literally going to check into this hotel while it's pitch black. So we were like, <laughs> fuck it. We might as well just make a stop because we're already going to get there when it's dark. Right. So then we ended up stopping in Granada. Granada, right. We wanted to see La, uh, La Alhambra, which is just like this like kind of mosque, I believe. It's, it's very well known amongst like the architecture. You know, <laughs> we didn't get in there either. There. <laughs> yeah. we, we got there. Everything was going wrong. <laughs> made a pit stop there. Wanted to go see that place. Turns out the four of us who showed up, they only had like two or three tickets left. So like, obviously we weren't going to abandon like half our group just to like have some go and some not. So we decided to fall back and just, you know, we were, we were at this point we were like bummed because it was like five or six at night. Well, Mason knows me from, from planning the California trip. If things weren't really like on schedule, I was fuming. Yeah, that's so yeah, the At this point we're late. We can't get into what we want to see. We're not going to see the fucking sunset for this hotel that we wanted to book. <laughs> I'm fuming. And all of my friends that we're on the trip with are like, la -di -da, let's just take a walk in Granada and see the sunset. <laughs> yep. So we ended up doing that. And it's exactly as Hyman just described it. We literally just like went up this like, you, you know how like, European countries are you know, like the streets are just kind of like curving, waving. You really never know where you're going to end up. So we, we followed um, one of my roommates who told us about this place. He, he had to take like a quick pit stop himself. He went to the top of this hill and he was like, he came back down and he was like, Oh, you guys should come up here. It's super nice. There are a bunch of people, whatever. We should go there for the sunset, have a good view of this, like kind of panoramic of where we were supposed to go. So we ended up following him and like at the, at the top of this um like mountain rooftop what, what would you even call that it was like the it was just a peak yeah it was, it, it was an overlook of yeah the, of the place that we wanted to see right and this, so this we just uh granada yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah so we decided to like you know plop down for a bit watch the sun go by and um i think Haimo he got a beer i got some food and one of my other roommates got some ice cream or something like that and we were all just like minding our own business just kind of like uh plopped up on the ledge just looking at the sun uh go down and funny enough out of nowhere this like girl like me <laughs> me and Haimo we were like documenting this on like snapchat or whatever and then this girl like um we photo were bombs our selfie yeah she she photo bombed her selfie and like we ironically like make fun of it we're like oh hey you're in this photo you know so turns out this girl was like traveling she was like backpacking herself kind of like popping uh popping around places in like hostels all around uh spain and um i think it was high yeah it was definitely Haima who was like oh um if you're not doing anything you should just join us on a road trip <laughs> and um this girl, to my surprise, was like completely like all about. She was like all for it. She was like, oh, you know, what? I'm gonna do it. I'll, I'll I'll join you guys. Like, 
uh, give me a time and place of where I can meet you in your car. And like, I'll pick up my stuff and we can go from there. And like, I, I, <laughs> all of us were down for it. The, the three of us were down for it. The one yeah. person who was like, no, this is a bros trip. We should just be us guys, us friends. The car is too small. We can't fit anyone else was this guy here. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, the reason I was against it is just cause like me coming from like America. You're I'm not, thinking with your dicks. Uh, yeah, all right, <laughs> let me explain that in a sec. But me coming from America, I was like, you know, why would we, I, my perspective was like, why would we invite the stranger to come with us on this road, on this like, join us in this car and like just go across for like five, six hours to, to a destination, which was our hotel which she wasn't even included. And so I was like, you know, why, why are we doing that? I was like, hi, well, what's wrong with you? I literally told everyone, I was like, you guys are just, you know, this girl was really pretty, so pretty. So I was like, you guys are just like thinking with your dicks. You guys just want a girl to join this like road trip, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's your problem? And <laughs> turns out it was like, it was honestly like- The best like rest of the trip we had. Yeah, it was, it was, it went, um, I, like I said, I peaked, man. Like ha- after that, after she joined us, <laughs> the like, next thing, you know, we get to Barcelona and she also comes, she comes into our hostel. So she was like, we're just gonna, she was like, can, we, can I bum your room with you? And we're like, yeah, sure. Like just come into our hostel, <laughs> dude, sleep wherever. Next thing you know, we're in a club in Barcelona and the kid that didn't want her to come is hooking up with her in the club. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all looking around like, what? (laughs) Wow, that's incredible. (laughs) Yeah, no. And then three weeks later, she's in Florence. Yep. No. As in, 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 did she come to Florence to visit all of you? No, no, no. Or to visit you, Brian? Relationship, like coming, coming. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. In those, in that happened that quick. Short span of time, yeah. It was like three weeks. She, she joined us. Yeah, she joined us in a road trip. It was like day three or four. Um, the very first like day after that, I like didn't talk to her because I was like, you know, why am I going to talk to this stranger? Like, she's just a random person. But um, she was completely cool about it. Like once I started to like open up to her and her back to me, um, you know, we got along. We clicked really well. We had the same like interests, stuff like that. And that's when I began to like, you know actually find this girl like not not just attractive but like as like a general like human being she was just a very like open-hearted person and like after like i said after two days we were like making out in the club which is like which is fun by itself and then like we had our own things like after that i abandoned my own roommates to go like hang out with this girl and you know things were just great like um i i had some of the best conversations with her and she's just like a she's an awesome spirit and like I was, we, we clicked really well. We got in a relationship, um, fairly quickly and she came to visit me and for like the rest Stayed of the for a while. Yeah. She came to, when vi- she came to America. She, yeah. So she, um, so she's from, from Germany. Then. I was from Germany. She's from Germany. She's nice. from Germany. And like, um, because I was like studying abroad in Florence at the time we would, um, you know, it was a small, small flight. So she would come visit me every now and then to Florence. I would go to her, um, within our like final months of being in, um, in Florence. And it was that summer where like, um, we were talking and we were like, you know, if we want to keep this in a relationship, um, we were both like definitely on the same page. And like, I invited her to come to my place, which is back, back home on Long Island. And, um, she, um, booked a flight. Um, it was like, it was a one-way ticket, I believe, or maybe it was a round trip, but, um, she came, stayed with me and my family for like a month. We explored all of like New York City. Um, that was like my first time even getting to know part of like Manhattan, which is 
crazy, crazy I mean, enough. Yeah, that, and it's literally on your doorstep. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, had so many like fun nights there. I, I met Haima one of those nights with, with her. We just had a drink kind of like near Penn Station or Madison Square Garden, somewhere like that. A drink? I had like 10 that night. <laughs> okay, we had a couple. We had a couple. <laughs> We went to Oktoberfest, so like I got to know a bit about her <laughs> culture, which isn't really, you know, yeah. Germans like Oktoberfest isn't really the big, best. The big question with Oktoberfest: Did you throw up everywhere like Karma did? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, <laughs> no. But I'm gonna blow him up on the spot here. <laughs> he wakes up in the middle of the night and he's sharing a tent with this girl. Wakes up in the middle of the night, thinks that he has walked outside already, but he's still in the tent. Pisses all over the tent. No. <laughs> and story. me and my friend Kayleen are sleeping in another tent <laughs> across the campsite. And we come the next morning to wake them up. And there's just like toilet paper everywhere. And we're like, why is there just toilet paper everywhere around their tent? And Brian stumbles out and he's like, oh man, you would have guessed what happened last night. And Carolyn comes out and goes, you pissed all over me. <laughs> In my defense, I was very hammered the night before, and I thought I made it home to my tent perfectly fine, which I did. And I woke up in the middle of the night to pee, and I thought I was outdoors, like outside the tent. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to let the bird loose and, you know, just take a piss, you know, uh, relax, relief, whatever. But I, like, it took me like 10, 20 seconds to realize what was going on. And I, I, I kind of had like a wake up shock with a Carolyn just screamed like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> the pee, <laughs> maybe too much information, but the pee would back splatter on her. So she just oh, woke up in the, middle, in the middle of her, her nap. Uh, it, was, oh, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> no. Okay, so after- doing that old shit. <laughs> so after all that, we find out that you love Spain and you had interesting times in Germany. <laughs> yeah. What is, <laughs> what is the next country on your list? Where do you want to go? Oh, next country. Ah, oh, good question. Okay. So pandemic is lifted. You can go anywhere. Yeah. So funny enough, I would say Spain, but before I go back to Spain, I would love to re to go to Ecuador, which is where my parents are from. Cause um, like I'd mentioned before, I'd visited so many countries in, in Europe and I'm very grateful for that, but I'd like to kind of hone in and get to know a bit more about like my cultural upbringing. Cause all my family, like I'd say, I have like 200 plus family members and like a majority of them, like 90% live in Ecuador. And I've only been when I was like 10 or 10 or 12 years old. So it's been almost a decade since I've been there. So I'd love to um, go there and just to get to know my family, you know, cause I, I always hear about them, but I've never, I don't really have that kind of face to recognize the kind of stories to share. So yeah, definitely be, that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be incredible. That would. Um, so yeah. yeah. So again, with the, you want to travel there. So once you've finishing up your degree, like where, where would you like to go to? What would you like to do with your, with your career? And uh, yeah, where do you see yourself? Yeah. Um, well, definitely, you know, these past few years have been super long with uh, school. It's been intense, you know, especially with the pandemic made it, it highlighted like what the things were I was struggling with even more, it made things more difficult, but um, I, I'm right around the corner of graduating. Uh, we'll, we'll be graduating in May, which is just next month. And um, I'm looking to take some time off, you know. Uh, the pandemic, in a way, has kind of, like, put um, jobs on a, hold, on a hold. So I'm not too worried about, like, being in a rush to jump into the job market. I'm looking to take a couple months off for the summer 
and maybe get to know like my own country. Um, so apart from Ecuador, I'd love to get to know more about the U.S., you know, visit a couple different states, take a road trip, whether that be by myself or with a couple of buddies or I'll have like destinations in mind. If that doesn't work out or if like, I don't know, if I'm very like spontaneous, I'd love to visit Asia or something, some some Asian countries, because that's a whole different like world I'm not really even familiar with. Right, I still, I still have not over the fact that you pissed all over your girlfriend. But, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll move on to our final closing section. Bonding. Of the podcast. <laughs> we'll move on to the final section of the podcast. And of course, what we always do is put our guest or me or Jaimo on the spot. And Brian, this week, would like you to give us one of your quotes of the week, something uh, you live by or something that you inspire by. Uh, what is your quote of the week? Yeah, so I actually watched this YouTube video like the other day and like it was about this like kind of doctor just giving like a holistic view on like health and like nutrition, wellness, mental health, things like that. And what really resonated with me was a quote he shared, just which I've kind of been like trying to live by. And it's um, eat well, um, move more, stress less and love more. So those kind of four things simply put is honestly what I've been trying to do in these days just to kind of, you know, keep my head up uh, above the ground and like just move forward. Yeah, I don't think there's any better words uh, to end the podcast on that. A massive thank you to you, Brian. That's uh, it's very good to catch up with you. Good to hear the memories of um, you living with Haimo. And uh, unfortunately for you, you still have to live with him, don't you? So <laughs> <laughs> he, only has, he only has one more month with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Brian, any more final words before we, we end this one? Uh, honestly, it was great being here. I've, <laughs> I've always like been a bystander and, you know, behind the microphone and like seeing you guys take your podcast and stuff. So oh, it's really? Nice to have, you, have, yeah. have you been sitting in the whole time? I, I, I pop in every now and then, you know, <laughs> say hi <laughs> here and there, you know, but um, it's nice. It's nice to be on and share my story and have, <laughs> you know, people want to hear. It's, it's great. Yeah, you get it hot for sure. And no worries. Um, hi, Mo, any last words for you? Of course, as, as always, just thank you for listening. Uh, share with all your friends and your family. Of course, we're, uh, we, we talk more about than just summer camp. So uh, <laughs> share, share. we love to share everyone's story and sort of get uh, everyone's name out there and stuff. So just keep listening every week and we'll see you next week. Next week is our 10th episode. So we've got something good in the pipeline for that one. So make sure you tune in next week. Thanks everyone and have a good week.